uh, in the same message, the spirit versus the flesh ruled life. And I've been talking about the Holy Spirit, which is another work after you get saved. God then baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. And it's a very important experience in a Christian's life that takes you to another level with God if you are willing it's not just because I can speak in tongues, therefore I can do supernatural things. It doesn't work that way. It's something that enables you to be the kind of Christian that God wants you to be. And without Him, there is no way to get to that place. But just receiving Him, it's not, the work is not fully complete. You have to use the gift that God has given to you. If you have a Cadillac, drive it. Don't drive a Pinto and then tell everybody you have a Cadillac. It won't help anybody, not even you. So use what you've got and let God bless you with what God has given to you. So that's the purpose. How can you tell if you have received the Holy Spirit? I'm going to go through fast because I want to come to the purpose of the Holy Spirit in your life. I'm not going to be going into much details with these scriptures, but I want you to read these scriptures with me so you know what the scripture says. We have to go by the word of God. We can't go by our own reasoning. We stay with scriptures. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there was a, a, came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house, where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they all, 120, started speaking in tongues, and the Spirit gave utterance. I'm going to give you a secret. If you don't speak, the Spirit has no utterance to give. If you close your mouth and don't say any word, the Spirit is not going to speak. The Spirit is a spirit. You are the one that has the tongue. You must do the speaking. He'll give the utterance. Many people are waiting for the Holy Spirit to speak for them. He's a spirit. You are the person. Speak. Amen. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 through 46. While Peter was still speaking... Speaking to the people in the house of Cornelius, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. All those who heard the word, the Holy Spirit fell on them. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. They were, they were amazed. As many as came with Peter. So a bunch of them came, Jews, watching the Holy Spirit come upon the Gentiles. They saw nothing. It says... Because the gift of the Holy Spirit, they were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit has been poured out on the Gentiles also. How did they know for or because they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. That's how they could tell. They heard them speak with tongues 
and magnify God. So they concluded based on that, that these also, Gentiles also, have received the Holy Spirit. So when you receive the Holy Spirit, you should be able to speak in tongues, and in tongues you magnify God. That's an amazing thing. You are speaking in tongues, you don't understand what you're saying, but your spirit is magnifying God, and it's registered in heaven there. That's a miracle. So that's what God does. So that's how you can know you have been filled with the Holy Spirit. You speak in tongues. And if you can't speak in tongues, this is not something that is so difficult. No, don't add flesh to it. God gives to all who want. Everyone. If you want, God's going to give to you. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock, the door will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. Everyone who asks receives. Jesus said, if you earthly fathers know how to do good things for your children, give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? That's in Luke chapter 11, verse 13. You don't need to turn there. So the Spirit is the one that gives utterance. You will not understand what you say. You won't understand what you say. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. I'm going real quick for this. For he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to men but to God. That's the important thing about tongues. When you are speaking in tongues, please get it. My thing is, this has been a great blessing in my life. And nobody can shut me. I will continue to share this with those. When you found something that's helped you, you share with people. That's been kind. That's been loving. Because it helped me. And I have to share this with you so that you know. And then it's up to you whether you want to move with God or you want to wait a little bit. Whatever you want to do. But the word is presented so that you can receive the word. That's the important thing about this. It says, for he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to men. When you are speaking to, in tongues, you are speaking directly to God. No filter. Straight to the throne room. When I heard that, I wanted that. He has it. God, why not me? I want to be able to get straight into the throne room. No filter. Satan doesn't even understand what I'm saying. That's good. He goes straight to the Father. He says, no man understands him no one understands no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries in the spirit you are speaking mysteries every time you are praying in tongues you are speaking divine mysteries that's why the bible says he that is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of this spirit is spirit. So now that you are a spirit being but live in the flesh, you can speak mysteries about things that eyes cannot see. That people don't understand. So that's what the word of God is saying. So this is a real blessing for us. It's so key to understand when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the blessings that this brings into your life. 
it can transform your life. I know today, and I'm being very honest with you. Today you see me, I'm preaching and all of that, where God gave him. There was a time I was scared to talk to kids. I didn't think I had enough in me to share with children. You couldn't get me to teach high school kids about God. The only thing I had, I knew how to talk to people one to one to lead them to Christ. Repent or perish. <laughs> that was all I had. But teaching people, I didn't know any of that kind of stuff. I stayed away from it. And then one time I went through a fast, and I shared that in Sunday school this morning. I went through a fast because I was so desperate. I had so much confusion in my life. I was so confused. There was nobody to talk to. I had, you know, I had received the baptism in the Holy Spirit when I was saved. But for whatever reason, nobody had taught me. I gave that up. You may be here today and you received, you spoke in tongues sometime before and you stopped. Satan got you in the corner. That's what it was. He got me. And I never spoke in tongues. I cut it off because I wasn't sure. Supposedly, maybe this is not God because I didn't feel anything. I guess I thought when you speak in tongues, you'll start feeling some electricity. It didn't happen. Don't laugh at me, okay? But then, after, during this fast, it was seven days. I went for a fast. I can't forget. That was the beginning. I was so desperate, so confused in my life. Didn't know what was going on. I knew I was a Christian, but there was a lot of doubts. I couldn't believe God for anything. It was hard to trust God. But after this time, God spoke to me. Before the end of the fast, and he spoke to me and said, that, use that language. And I cut out of that place with confidence. My friend asked me, did, God, did, did you hear the voice of the Lord? No, it's just something that was deposited in my heart. And I knew I must not give up this gift that God has given to me. I must use this gift. And I started speaking in tongues, in prayer. I developed this thing one hour every day. These days, if you are around me, you probably hear me speak, praying in tongues more than in English. I don't do it very much. I speak, I pray in tongues more. If you are around me, you know that. I pray in tongues. And then what happened, and I'm sharing my testimony with you so you know. Because I'm, try, I'm trying, what God has blessed me, I have to share with you. After doing that, there was my, a friend of mine, Pastor Andy, you remember Angela? Yeah, we were in college together. And she knew I don't say anything in the meeting. I don't say, when they are making their discussions and conversing in, a, in a, a church setting, I'm quiet, just listening. But when I'm with her, this time that I've been praying in tongues, I'll be talking to her and telling her things. And she will turn around and say, where did you get that from? I said, well, it's in the scriptures. And she said, but we don't know that stuff. And I said, what? I thought everyone knew this stuff. She says, no, we don't. And after a while, she rebuked me, says, you know, you better be speaking out more. Because you are telling me things that we don't know. This was in college then. So I thought to myself, hey, <laughs> I got something to share. <laughs> so I started talking in our meetings. And then all of a sudden, people were coming to me to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Angela and I were in uh, Georgia. You remember the young man who is now an uh, um, associate pastor of a church? I prayed with him in a restaurant. To receive the Holy Spirit. 
and, and, and I, got, I just got the understanding. Nobody taught me much. I just, and, 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 and that's all I wanted to talk about. So excited. I'm still excited today, amen? But I want to share with you the truth. That this can truly help your life. Romans chapter 8. Let me tell you this. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. And I'm reading from the New Century Version. It says, also the Spirit helps us with our weakness. How is it helping us with our weakness? Our means all of you and me. Hello. All of us. The Spirit helps us with our weakness. I have a weakness. You have a weakness. If you say you don't have a weakness, according to the scripture, you make God a liar. All of us have weaknesses. The Spirit helps us with our weakness. We do not know how to pray as we should. That's what he's saying. The weakness is this. Because everything that comes into your life must come from God. The scripture asks, what have you that you did not receive? So everything that you have came from God. The more you can get God to give you things, the more you have. And we don't know, it didn't say we don't know how to pray. It says we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit Himself speaks to God for us. Wouldn't you want that? The Spirit Himself speaks to God for us. He who prays in tongues, He's not speaking to men, but to God. So the Spirit is the one speaking to God for us. He knows you better than you know yourself. So He speaks to God for you. Even begs God. Can you imagine when you are praying in tongues, even though you don't know what you're saying? Because the Bible tells us, He who prays in tongues, does not pray to men, but to God, for no one understands him. That's including yourself. But even though you don't understand, you are speaking mysteries, while you are praying in tongues, for whatever problem you're going through, the Holy Spirit is begging God to please help. And the Spirit of God and God are one and the same. How, will, how could God say no to what the Holy Spirit is begging him to do for you? That's how powerful this is. That's why Jesus told his disciples, don't leave Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You don't have to leave. So he prays for us and begs God for us with deep feelings that words cannot explain. That we cannot use our words. If you have to voice it to God, you don't have the words. You don't have the vocabulary to tell God what you're really feeling inside. Many times we want to express ourselves and we we don't know what to say. But that's what the Holy Spirit is able to bring that to God with so much feelings so that God answers. That's the secret. When I discovered that, I said, (laughs) I'll spend two hours, God help me. I'll be speaking in tongues. So the Holy Spirit begs the Father for me. Amen. He speaks with deep feelings. Deep calls out to deep Speak with deep feelings from the Father, from your heart, towards God, concerning what you're going through, what you're suffering. He's 
pushes everything to God. I do myself a great disservice if I do not allow the Holy Spirit to beg God for my life. Whereas God has made that available for me. He's made that available for me. He says in verse 27, God can see what is in people's hearts. So God can already see. And He knows what is in the mind of the Spirit. So God knows what's in people's hearts. And then God also knows what the Spirit is begging Him for. He knows what you're going through. And He also knows what the Spirit is asking Him. He cannot refuse. He just cannot refuse. That's how powerful this is. That's why Satan attacks this gift every time. He doesn't want the Christian to have it. He doesn't want the Christian to be baptized. Because he knows if you have the gift and you really use the gift, he's lost you. You're gone. Now you've become a threat and a real problem for him. He sees you coming. He says, here comes trouble. Who is he going to be talking to again about this business? Or speaking and praying in other tongues. Paul said, he said, I thank my God that I pray in tongues more than every one of you. That's including you and me. Paul did more. Spent so much time praying in tongues. It says, because the Spirit speaks to God for His people in the way God wants. In the way God wants. If you are going to meet with Queen Elizabeth, won't you need some education on how to approach her? Right? So you don't make mistakes. That's dealing with a human queen. You're coming before the king of kings and you think you know what to do? I need the Holy Spirit to help me talk to God the way God would like to hear. That's the secret. That's the secret. Paul said, I thank God, I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than every one of you. And it's recorded in scripture. You know what that means? There's never been a man that's lived on earth that's spoken in tongues more than Paul. But Paul said, in the church, I can I only speak maybe a few words in tongues so that I can instruct you. So where was he doing his speaking in tongues? At home. If Paul was spending so much time praying in tongues, don't you think that must be very important to him? Think about it. If, to, if Paul can say and record it in Scripture that he is the man since the world began that has spoken in tongues more than everybody, otherwise it wouldn't be there for us to read. Then this must be important. This was the Apostle Paul, apart from praying for the sick and preaching the gospel, he still have, he had hours where he was spending time praying to God in tongues. He knew he prayed in tongues more than everybody in the church. Why? Because he spent a lot of time doing that. Why? Because it was important. It's very important. You know, there is no one that had a greater revelation of the message of Christ than Paul. Right? The Bible says, He who prays in a tongue does not speak to man, but to God, for no man understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. So when you are praying to God, you are speaking mysteries to God. 
Does God need to hear the mystery coming from this African? I'm going to teach him something that he doesn't know. You speak mysteries. Is that not what we read? He who speaks in tongues does not speak to man but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So I'm speaking mysteries to God in prayer. I'm going to lecture him about some mysteries that I know. No, the mysteries is for you. The more you speak those mysteries from your mouth, and by the word of faith, the more you speak those mysteries, before long, God begins to download those mysteries that's coming from your mouth into your spirit. So now you understand revelation, your eyes are open, and you can step out there and do things in the spirit realm that the pastor says, what just happened? Amen. Because you are allowing the Holy Spirit to walk through you. That's what this is all about. It's not about speaking in tongues. It's about how much you're spending with God just praying. I, it's not a big thing for me. I don't feel I'm better than you because I pray in tongues. <laughs> yes, brother, I pray in tongues. What difference does it make? You're still as flaky as the rest of them. So what difference? Let me see supernatural acts where God can minister to you. You know, this just not too long ago I was praying and I wanted to do something. And it was right. God spoke to me just in prayer. Don't do that. Don't talk. Don't do that. And I thought to myself, now God, you don't understand. I need to expand I need to explain. Say, don't say anything. And he's corrected me that way. And I can tell he's doing what It doesn't make sense to me, but I know I need to obey because I don't know what's going on. We don't know. We don't know what's happening. You don't know when you are praying in tongues and your son is out there racing back home and there is a drunk driving towards your son to kill your son. We don't know what to pray for, as we should. But the Holy Spirit, he already knows what's going on. And he's praying through you and he said, divert that drunk man, let him take another turn to get home. Not my son. It's not time. Because God will protect your children forever. That's the word of God. That's the truth of scripture. That's why this is so important. Look at what it says in Jude 1, 19 and 20. It says, these are sensual persons, talking about people in church sometimes, who cause divisions, not having the spirit, but you. But you, beloved, doing what God, building yourselves up in your most holy faith. How do you do that? Praying in the Spirit. You pray in the Spirit if you want to build your faith. The more you pray in the Spirit, the more God will use you. I had a desire to pray for the sick and to get them healed. And I started praying in tongues for a long time, and I read all books on healing, but nothing. I, I spoke to one guy one time, he was going to be a preacher, and I said to him, you need to believe God for healing. And you need to study the scripture and believe God for healing. He looked at me, he was quiet for a while, and he said, I, pre- I was preaching to him from what I knew. You know what? Just showing him scriptures. <clears throat> he was asked, he, he listened for a while, and I said, you know, I wasn't called to be a minister at that point. And I said, but you know, God has called you to be a minister. You need to pray for the sick. That's what Jesus did. 
and I showed him all the scripture. He turned around after a while. He asked me. He said, uh, good luck. I like what you're saying. Have you healed anyone? <laughs> oh, boy. He's like he stabbed me so hard. I had to admit to him, uh, no. He didn't say another word, and I was quiet myself. <laughs> he cannot tell me that now. Amen? He drove me back. I started seeking God. God, I know I don't understand this. And God said, the same way you pray for them to receive the Holy Spirit, do it. And I said, God, give me more understanding. And one day, I got a gold of a book, and I got myself ready. And they told me to come and preach in the church. I was ready. I prayed for the people, and pastor said, wow. And I, I also was going, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the God moves because he opens your eyes. And then he reduces the fear. He builds faith. When you pray in tongues, your faith is strong. And you can walk with God. That's what this is all about. It says in 1 Corinthians, and I'm going to close with this. Chapter 2, verse 9 through 12, it says, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us. How? Through his spirit. Question. Are you going to grab the Holy Spirit and sit him down? Now tell me. Is that the way you're going to do it? Holy Spirit, now sit down. God said you're going to reveal this thing. I'm all ears. You'll be there for two days, three days, a week. How do you get the Holy Spirit to teach you, to unveil these things that God has given to you freely? He says, through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. He says, for what man understands, knows the things of a man, except the Spirit of the man who is in the man. Even so, no one knows the things of the Spirit. Hey, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit. No one knows the things of God. No one knows the things of God, including the Pope. No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. And then he says, now you have received not the Spirit of the world... But the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. How are you going to know those things? Through the Spirit that you have been given to you. And how do you effect that? By spending a lot of time praying in the Spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, Praying in the Spirit. If I speak in the tongues, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14, my spirit prays, and my understanding is unfruitful. If you understand what you're saying, uh, you are praying inspired prayer, but you are not praying in the Spirit. Only in tongues that no man can understand. This privilege has all his saints. Amen. That's the conclusion. Bow your heads with me.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Would you please um, tell God today, beginning of the work, that you are in full agreement with what you've heard because it's based on Scripture and you want God to begin to do a work in your life. First, we have to be born again. If you're here today and you made a commitment to God, or you're a church member, you go to church, but you feel like everything is not right between you and God, and you want things to be right between you and God, today is the day. The Bible says, now is the accepted time. And God is here with us. If you are that person... And say, everything is not right. I just want to be right with God. Can I see your hand up quickly, please? Let me see your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. See that hand. Thank you. Thank you. See that hand. There's going to be the connection card. We'll talk to you about that. Put your decision there and put it in the, in the offering bucket as it goes by. Those of you that raise your hands, God's going to put you into his kingdom today. Your name will be written in the book of life. And please, as you pray, pray with your heart today. And if you pray from your heart, you don't have to do this another time because you become a family member with God. You become a child of God. That's the truth. That's scripture. If you don't become a child of God by saying these words in prayer today, then scripture doesn't mean anything. But God stands by his words. And if you pray from your heart today, your name will be written in the book of life you become a new creature, you start your walk with God. You start as a baby. You need to be educated and fed and strengthened so you can do your father's business. I want the whole church, including those that lifted their hands, to pray with me as we receive Christ into our lives. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, and you also watching by television, pray this prayer with us. You need to receive Christ. You need to receive the Holy Spirit. Please pray with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus, thank you for coming into the world to die for my sins. I ask you today to forgive me. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my life and be the Savior of my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord. For receiving me into your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, all of you look up to me right there. Even if you've been born again 50 years back, turn around, shake the hand of the person, say, tell them I'm a child of God. Amen? Do that. Please. Angela, you better do that right now because I can watch you. <laughs> yeah.